0: episode 11 of the tfw podcast that's freaking wrestling hello everybody once again you guys know the deal this is the place to be i am matt i got two special people riding shotgun with me Rhodesia and ishan what is going on
1: hello i'm back and my voice is back and i'm ready to sing
2: Are you ready to sing too are you ready
0: What's to do a duet this week
2: nah i might i might throw a freestyle here and there you know what I'm saying? okay, okay. all right cool
0: i think i'm gonna hold you to it there may be a lot of freestyling on this podcast before we start this one i gotta ask you guys all right are we getting to it or are we not getting to it on this podcast
1: you mean like us fighting
0: are we getting to it? No, not getting into it. Are we really okay. getting into the shits? There's a lot to get into, and I just need to know if I need to like really tiptoe the line or if I'm able to give it. So you guys tell me, are you guys giving it or what are we doing?
1: What are we rating this podcast as far as uh, oh, rated this, R, absolutely, rated this G. absolutely
0: is explicit? We will be clicking that explicit button before we send this over to Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Speaking of, if you guys have not subscribed, please do so. All right, so you get us every single week. But yes, it will be explicit. Let's get Let's into get it. Let's get into it. All right, we're gonna start with Vince McMahon. This news came out earlier this week. Just read real quick and then get your guys' thoughts on it. Uh it says here, Vince McMahon, the majority owner and former chief executive executive of world wrestling entertainment is facing illegal demands from two women who allege that he sexually assaulted them. Now, just so you guys know, these are new allegations It may sound like a rerun of what we heard in the summer. These are brand new allegations that hit this week, uh, says here in on November 3rd, there was a demand letter to Mr. McMahon representative, a lawyer for former wrestling referee reader chatterson asked for $11.7 million in damages, after she publicly accused Mr. McMahon three decades ago of raping her in a limousine. Mr. McMahon has long denied those allegations. The demand letter was reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. So if you guys don't know, she, I remember hearing this a long time ago. Her story was that she was in the back of a limousine with Vince. Uh, Vince asked for oral sex. She really didn't want to do it. He talked her into it. And then something to the effect of after it was done, he made a comment to her about um, you know, too bad you, you can't fraternize with uh, workers here in WWE. Basically saying, that hey, you gave me your old sex, now you can't work here anymore. So that's been forever. I, I remember hearing that a long time ago. It says, in a separate November email to Mr. McMahon's attorney, a lawyer for a former spot manager said that Mr. McMahon assaulted his client in 2011 at a California resort, an incident previously unreported in the media. The private communications between lawyers for the woman and Mr. McMahon's longtime attorney, Jerry McDivitt, come as WWE tries to move past McMahon's 40-year tenure as the company's leader into a new era. So that's that piece. Um, Let's stop there before we get to the part that had, I think, the internet really blown up. let's let's start with you. These are two new allegations, or the one is not new, but it's probably shedding a lot of light for people who hadn't heard of it before, and the one is brand new what do you guys think any, any different feelings? I mean, this is basically kind of MO par for the course from what we heard earlier this summer, but what's your thoughts on it?
1: Well, I don't think it's par for the core at all. Uh, when you're talking about rape and raping somebody in a limousine, that's not the same thing you have in a relationship with your boss, two totally different things. Both of them, not right at all, but someone being raped in a limousine, hell no, that is not, right that is not proper that is something that i cannot rock with and i will not rock with so totally different than what came out in the summer so i'm kind of like really upset about that
0: well if you remember in the summertime that all wasn't relationships it was the one big one that was a relationship but there was also other sexual assault uh charges i thought um that came about but ishan your thoughts on these two new situations around
2: me man and the women. I mean, as just said, says, no place for this kind of thing. Um, in any setting, especially a head of a company, a CEO of a company that has type of allegations, right? Cause, um, you know, in a lot of ways you feel like he, you know, he's pressing his power on these women to get these favors. And what does that say for female employees within that organization? Uh, It's it's just a horrible, horrible situation.
0: So here's the kicker. So we had that, and this is all from the Wall Street Journal. You got that part. And in the same article, it states the 77-year-old Mr. McMahon has also told people that he intends to make a comeback at WWE, according to the people familiar with his comments. He said that he has received bad advice from people close to him, to step down, and that he now believes the allegations and investigations would have blown over had he stayed, these people said. That's the piece that was everywhere earlier this week. And I think that there is definitely, there has to be a whistleblower in this, so the, the same time the information comes out that, hey, Vince wants to come back, we hear about two new allegations, or one that was old but now coming to the forefront, and then this other one. I think there's like way more in the tuck than just what we've heard so far. But Vince has got to stay away. Things are going way too well right now. Now, let's let's take away the personal issues because we all know that scum behavior. Nobody is checking for that. Now, let's look at the professional side, the actual WWE piece. Stock highest has ever been. Ratings are doing great outside of Raw. We'll talk about that. Live attendance is up. Everything across social media is up. The fan base is more excited about the WWE product than any time I can remember after WCW was bought out where we did not have two main companies. Uh, So everything is really going well for them. So then to hear this, uh, I think it's like, dude, stay away, man. Like, If you need to come back for the Hall of Fame, cool, I get it. You can't come back, let alone come back and do your same job duties that you had before. Radisha, I'll throw it back to you, and then of course, Ishan, we can just have an open discussion here. When you guys heard Vince's like, hey, I wanna come back, it would've blown over, it's all good, what'd you guys think?
1: Man, I'm, I'm just still kinda just disgusted right now, irritated about all of this that's coming out. Uh, aside of the personal matter, cause that's what you just said, he made that comment that he wanted to come back and that he got some bad advice from some people who's closest to him, because if he would have just stayed, some of these probably would have just blown over because that's probably what had happened this whole time that he's probably been in position. Um, again, I don't want to put that out there about him because I, I don't know that man. I don't know that man, but point is he needs to sorry stay away. To he should not come back. <laughs> sorry, sorry to that man. Sorry. I don't know that man. Sorry to that man. <laughs> Actually. No, sorry to him. He's been, he's been alleged for being a sexual abuser. So no, no, sorry to that man. But point is, as far as the, again, taking the personal side out of it, this is all Vince McMahon knows is pro wrestling. So when I first saw that whole, he may be coming back. I didn't expect anything other than that. This is all he knows. So he should be wanting to come back or finding a way to come back. Um, I want to see him at the hall of fame and that's probably about it. He's still the majority shareholder. He still owns the company. You know, so he should be able to take some solace in that, knowing that Um, and that him going to possibly jail if he get, you know, some charges actually pressed on him and found guilty of them. And I don't know the statute of limitations to that kind of stuff. 2011 is still pretty new. So I would imagine that's still in the statute of limitations. But point is personal, uh, not personally, he should not come back to WWE. Just leave. He went out. You know, what did they say? The proverbial phrase right out in the sunset. Just right off into the sunset.
2: Listen, you know, Ishan, love everybody, right? It's not my job to judge anyone or anything. You know, that's for God and the court system to, to, to do. And, and with and all you, due and respect, you,
0: and you, and you, and the personal text messages. But go ahead.
2: Oh, here we go with that. Okay, okay. We, we 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 going in hot. Okay, no, I'm just, I'm just we going saying. in hot already. All right, all right. I see. I see how this night's going. I see how this night's going. But yeah, it's not. It's not for me to judge. You know, I I love everybody. Um, And this is with all due respect, but Vince, go sit your ass down somewhere, man. Sit your old ass in the hot tub and stay away, okay? Like, the bad advice is what you're getting right now where you think you can come back with all this stuff going on and you can make a mark. Look, let's just take the allegations out of of the way, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The reason why a lot of people are happy that he's not around is because I'm sorry for old people who listen to the podcast and old people in life. Hey, we're all getting there, but there's no way that an 80 year old man can be creative in 2022 and, <laughs> and, and and do a good job. There's just no way. Now, if he wants to handle the business side and make some moves and deals there, but there's no way that 80 year old man should think he's creative in any, in any form. Um, things are things are up. Across yep. the board, um, there's more interest in the company than it has ever been. I know there's probably some fans, um, and they're probably dying out that love that Ben style. But it's time to move on creatively. It's time to move on with the company. It's time to pass this time. Sorry, Vince, your time is over. And yes, you getting some bad advice, man. Sit your ass down, get your get your house in order. And mm-hmm. yo, who's whistleblowing? Like we need to blow a whistle, uh, siren, or something like that, because it's is obvious. Is it's a shame. Like what's going on? Who, like, who who's hitting that button because all of a sudden Vince says he wants to come back and we get some more allegations, right? So this gotta be an inside job, right, Matt? Like, what do you think about that?
0: The inside job is triple H <laughs> that's what it's gotta <laughs> be to me. I said that last week. Hey, There's not
2: the game. It's
0: somebody. It's somebody. Um, But who knows? I'm kind of just tongue in cheek. It's Triple H. But even Stephanie, even Triple H has got to know dad's got to sit this one out. Dad-in-law's got to sit this one out. It's not to your point. Hey, if he does want to come back, of course, once again, we're only talking about the business piece. Take the personal stuff out. If he wants to just come back and help facilitate business deals, things that have nothing to do with the television product, Okay, whatever, because we ain't got to see it. But television product-wise, I don't know anybody that can sit here and say and not be trolling that WWE Creative, the television product, was better eight months ago than it is right now. And I would love to have that discussion. So if you guys think that, hey, please hit us up on Twitter, leave a message on one of the YouTube videos that's going to hit. Of course, you can leave a comment. On the podcast, if you believe that, please let us know. I would love just to hear some really good, interesting takes on that. Because everybody that I know believes that WWE is in a much better space television-wise. And that's not even talking about morale backstage. I bet you there's not one person that would say, yep, I wish Vince was back. I don't think there's one person.
2: Kevin Dunn, maybe.
0: Maybe. True that. Yeah. Kevin Dunn, but other than that... no talent. I don't think there's anybody hitting that ring that feels that. We damn sure know the announcers don't feel that way. So that was that piece. I said I thought that was super interesting that the same time the information came out about, hey, Vince says he wants to come back, we get two new allegations, kind of like a draw two. If you're playing Uno, like you think you're about to be at that Uno, and they're like, no, nah, here's two more. So it's going to be interesting to see. Hopefully he knows now, like, hey, man, kind of chill out, stay away, and – figure out what you need. Hey to Matt
2: Rhodesia man like you think about it really like this is some really deep stuff because these allegations almost came out of nowhere right and right to the Wall Street Journal like we mm-hmm. talked about it back when the allegations first happened like hey who's leaking this information because it's somebody who's in the know it, it may not we're assuming it had to be that woman in, in her camp um but maybe not right you know like look maybe Vince started getting some enemies within that company. Maybe someone said, yo, we need to blow the whistle.
0: It's got to be somebody because those are two separate issues. So you got the lady who, she used to be a ring announcer. So if you were watching or you know about WWE back in the 80s, it was the female ring announcer. So you have her, and then you have this one from 2011. Those are two separate cases. So for both of those to hit the Wall Street Journal at the same time as the information of Vince wants to come back, at the same time, there's a lot going on here. And just think about... The information that has not come out yet, for some reason, I just have this feeling that the worst is yet to come. Now, granted, I don't know if we ever hear the worst, but I feel like there's a lot that we still don't know. And it's probably best that for his sake, it stays that way.
2: But it's really interesting if you think about it, like how – so the man's delusional. And we've seen his TV over the past couple of years to know that. That um, he thinks that he this could have just blew over, right? The, the significance of a lot of the allegations in this cancel culture that we live in right now—that he thought everything can just blow over and he was good to kind of ride it out. If there's more to the story, and there's more elements that we aren't privy to, right? I mean, are there more things that are happening that we don't know about? Because he, like, where is he getting that he can ride this out? He can come back in power. Exactly. Like, where is he getting? Because he's from?
1: probably done it before. This is probably something he's done in the past.
0: He said that he received bad advice from people close to him to step down and that he now believes the allegations and investigations would have blown over had he stayed. But you paid out. Like, I mean, are we just going to forget that he paid out millions of dollars? So when you say that the investigation and allegations would have blown over, well, you've already copped to doing it or at least to try to make it go away. So I don't know that that's, that's pretty crazy. A lot of times in these, you know, topics we kind of say, Hey, more to be revealed. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully this is like the last we hear of God forbid he's done this to anybody else, but hopefully it's over for him and we can move on as wrestling fans and not have to have nightmares of man is Vince coming back anytime soon. Things are going too good. Vince. Thanks for everything you did for us from a wrestling perspective we are all wrestling fans because of you somehow, some way, but please mm-hmm. let it go.
2: So I got a question staying within the same frame. Let's say mm-hmm. there are some, you know, proponents for events coming back in power that are looking at Triple H's rise in power and his TV. Now, true indeed. You know, there was a honeymoon period when he first got there and Triple H has brought a lot of his kids back, right? He, he's brought a lot of the kids back into the house. Um, a lot of rehires. And the scuttle booty on the on the online is that uh, Triple H is underwhelmed by some of his re- his his, his, uh, hi- his rehires. Um, you, I, I've, <laughs> well, hit row is trending. My guys, I hate to say it, they were trending just the other day um, as rehires. Um, you know, Dave and Bully aren't in love with the Damage Control faction. Uh, I kind of feel like the EO Sky match, single matches, and some of the Dakota Kai matches. Um, those are some of the quietest segments on a lot of those Raw shows. Uh, and I think there's a couple of talent. Like, I was watching Johnny Gagarno, We're getting the Raw later on. And Dexter mm-hmm. Lumis, like, they're not hitting for me. And I think maybe it might be time to say, hey, is Triple H making all the right decisions in creative? And is he possibly creating some enemies with uh, some of his TV? What do you guys think?
1: I personally can see a little bit of that there. I just think that maybe we see a lot of damage control. I think we are seeing... Um, Gargano and Dexter Loomis kind of every week over the last month. I think maybe spacing TV time out apart a little bit more. Um, but again, I'm not, but I'm not a booker. I'm not a producer, so I don't know how that all works in the whole grand scheme of telling stories. But I can see someone who isn't really feeling damage control can go to that. I'm really not feeling damage control because I'm seeing them every week.
0: Well before we before I kinda give my piece on that, I gotta hit this. That trash crowd on Monday. I forgot where they were at. Somewhere here in the Midwest. Oh, it was uh it was Milwaukee. Pfizer in Minnesota
1: or Wisconsin or something? Yeah.
0: It yeah, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. You guys need to be revoked. There should be a list of cities that if you don't bring it on TV, you are never getting anything but live events on Saturday nights and Sunday nights. That should be one of them. Oh, Trash, crowd. No. That's what I 100% believe. I, I, I do think there's, there's some credence to, hey, is all of his returns hitting? They're not. Biggest one is hit roll. And that's not a knock on them. They're missing something. They are. And I know Swerve was not a part of their faction, he was put with them. The three of them have known each other longer, and they've been together longer. This version of Hit Row is not hitting, no pun intended, on SmackDown. It's not at all. Uh, I do think that damage control is really, really good. I don't have a problem with damage control at all. Um, who else? That's really, really big. and Cross hasn't done much since the Drew, Drew feud. Uh, I can see somebody saying like, "Hey, I'm not a big Cross fan if they weren't previously. I'm just a big Cross guy from NXT and seeing his his prior work. So I ride for him. Uh, who else? Tegan Knox just came last. You know, I, 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 we talked about last week. I thought that re debut was underwhelming. Just doing a run in kind of random. We get to see her in the championship match on SmackDown this week. That should be fun and interesting. But yeah, I, I think there there can be some credence to that. But overall, I do think his thought. Is probably let me get my people in here and then let's move forward with telling the stories I want to tell in the presentation I want to present going forward, because it does feel like he's just kind of anybody who was let go that was under him in in, in NXT and hey, let's bring them back and we'll figure out what to do with them when they get here. So, I mean, maybe if we look down, that could be a good topic. If we just kind of look at everybody he's brought back, you know, and say, all right, is it a hit or a miss? And just see if he's had more hits then misses we do know though the established talent anybody who has not been brought back in the last four or five months i would say the majority of their presentation their character work is hitting right now so i mean that that is a win i would say
2: yeah for me when i was i was reading through those trades you know what hurts my heart to see these uh my hit row trending like that uh, but you're right. They are they are missing something. Um, people said that from the jump when they returned. Like, almost like day one, like, yo, they missed Swerve. And, you know, for me, I'm like, no, like, you know, B-Fab, I think, has something. I think Top Dollar has something. Um, I think uh, Shanti has a good look. I'm like, no, they can pull it off. But the more and more I watch, like, yeah, they're missing something. Um, and I, I said it before on a, on a different show, I think a, one thing they can do to spice them up is they got to turn heel. They got to turn heel. They got to turn the villainous character up. They got to kind of drop some of the shenanigans because it's not hitting with the entire crowd, um, in, in my opinion. Carrion um, Cross, he hasn't hit yet too, but I think I think it's just content with them. I think it's just him being in the right storyline because the two of them look damn good together. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and just listening to Cross talk to Ray when he was on the table the other day at, yeah. uh, on the last SmackDown. I mean, he's he's. It, there's He has something, so I think they just haven't found the right thing for him yet. Maybe the right feud. Uh, it might take a little bit more time, but it's definitely something there. Uh, as far as Tegan Knox, uh, I think you know she's a good hand. Um, you know, uh, I think there's 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 room for. Her. Um, I'm more interested in some of the rumored returns in the future. I think some of those rumored returns. Might pay some b- big dividends, but yeah, I think you're right, man. I-, I love to see hit roll, you know, a heel turn, and maybe bring Carmelo up, um, bring somebody up just this- to give him some uh, extra boost, right? Can you think about Judgment Day? Um, I think that if you take Rhea off of Judgment Day, I don't think Judgment Day works as well. Uh, I don't oh, think no. if you take, mm-hmm. I don't think you. I think if if Dominic, if Dominic is a damn good heel, and we're talking about that a little bit later mm-hmm. on. Uh, I think I think the, the four of them together work really well. And I think Hit Row just needs that one extra person to add that extra energy to kind of get them over the top. Um, but just to answer my question, I thought, I mean, I asked my own question, I think Triple H is on a good run right now. Uh, I think that you're right. I think he needs to continue to find the right stories, get his people in place, and we need to give these guys some more time.
0: Rodizia, you got the last word on this if you got anything else.
2: Um,
1: I kind of just like the points that y'all mentioned as far as it's probably more of let's get everybody back. Let's do right. What was wrong, get them back into position. And then once I have my, my soldiers, my team, now we can execute what we want, what we came here to do. So I can see that point for sure. And again, I really like damage control. So for me, I wouldn't have that issue that some people may have if they don't like damage control. You're seeing it over and over and over again. Um, and I don't need to re-say all those other points because you guys have already nailed on there, or nailed them.
2: Hey, last thing on that. I I do feel like there's something off with damage control. I don't know what it is specifically. I feel like it's it's not like hit roll, something's off, but something's, I don't know what it is. Something seems like it's, if, if, it's, if it could be a level 10, I feel like right now it's at like a level six, in my opinion.
0: I got him at about seven, seven and a half. And I think what we are seeing is one, EO, doesn't speak English and that's fine. Dakota really hasn't had any promo time really either on television. Bailey's doing all the heavy lifting. And I don't know if Bailey is that top heel type person to carry an entire faction. I love she's her not work. I think, it. Yeah, she's, not I think it. she's super entertaining, but you need a, a over the top type of personality. Granted she's over the top, so I don't want to step on what I'm trying to say. Um, her Who she is, I don't know if it lends credence to being the leader of the top women's heel faction in WWE. And I think that's what we feel is kind of maybe the missing piece. She's more funny as a heel than she is, like, dastardly. Like, Sasha or Mercedes, now we know it's Mercedes, um, she can play either side. (laughs) Right? I don't know if anybody truly, really hates Bailey. We just go along with it because, hey, you're great. We love you, Bailey. You're awesome. You're heel, so we'll boo. But I don't think she gets... Legitimate, real heat. We all love Bailey, and she's great. So it's kind of like, all right, right, it's cool that you're in the spot. But I think that's kind of probably what you see.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Oh,
1: real quick, um, the most over person in Judgment Day is Dom. So
0: now he gets heat
2: or hated.
1: <laughs> yep, he is. He's the even most Milwaukee, over person in Judgment Day.
0: Even that trash crowd woke up for <laughs> Dom.
1: Come good on. Job,
0: <laughs> all right, oh it has been twenty. 20- four plus minutes. And now it's time to get to the shits. We haven't talked about this together. All we've talked about is, Hey, we're going to bring up the Manny, Mandy situation. So we don't know what each other's feelings are on this. But what I will say is when we were talking about the show, Ishan did say to me, we got to go from talking about Vince touching ass to Mandy showing ass. <laughs> <laughs> I said. My man, my man, <laughs> let's get, all right. So how are we going about this? Are we just 100% serious in this? And we just going to give what our true feelings are. Are we going to have some fun with this or is it joke time?
1: All of the above. I mean, I don't have too much on this topic. Um, I'm actually here. I actually showed up tonight to hear y'all.
0: <laughs> you ain't got, oh, that's a cop that's a cop-out. Hey, we gotta keep I don't it real. have too much on Yo, this.
2: Rhodesia, Matt, we got to keep it real. We got We said from the jump we was going to be 100% on this, so let's, let's do that any way we can. All
0: right. <laughs> All right. Let's get to it. If you guys don't know, I'm sure everybody at this point has heard Mandy Rose was fired from WWE. She did have a fan time page, which I had never heard of fan time before, but it's something similar to OnlyFans. Word on the street was while the woman... We're in the ring on Saturday. NXT bumping and having a, a, a putting on a great match. Actually, the match was really, really strong. So, shout out to those girls on NXT. We'll get to of course NXT a little bit later. But word was, while they were in the ring, she was going hard in the paint on uh, <laughs> on the internet. That was the word. All right. So, if you don't know, real quick, let me kind of just fill you in on what happened this past week. So, it all started actually on Twitter. There was a Twitter account that, that he doesn't have a ton of followers. He's got a few thousand. He tweeted at 3.54 PM on December 11th. The shit Mandy Rose be doing on her OnlyFans. I'm surprised WWE ain't stepped in. Two crying, laughing face emojis.
1: That's kind of that it. you know. Keep going.
0: Okay. Hey, that was it. Mm-hmm. Mandy at 11... 35 p.m., that same day, sent him a DM. And the DM said, can you please delete that tweet ASAP? Question mark, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. His response was, cash app. He gave his cash app. He said, $1,000, you rich. She then responded and said, ha ha, okay, now I get your account deleted. I asked you nicely. He put, chill. I deleted it. Those were all capital letters. I was going to say, how did you know
1: how to say it that way? Yeah,
0: chill. It was C-H-I-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L. I (laughs) I deleted. Those are all capital, just so you know. Then she responded and said, thank you. She put four U's. U-U-U-U. Then he hit her with the follow back. No, it was just straight, like just regular talk. Okay. Only the T was capital. So then he says, hey, follow back, question mark. She said, and wow, you posted it? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Okay, you're done. My assumption is she's saying you posted this because he also posted this thread on Twitter. So that was kind of that part of it. That was Sunday night. We fast forward to Tuesday, NXT, we are getting the women's championship match. So, before I move on to what happened Tuesday night, Radija, I know you weren't up on uh, Twitter or social media. Ishan, at this point, so before NXT starts, did you know anything about this situation?
2: Oh, I had no no idea about these, uh, these DMs until you just mentioned just now, but I knew absolutely about that content my friend. Okay. <laughs> and I also was surprised <laughs> that she was pushing it this hard. So please continue.
0: All right. So now we get into Tuesday. Uh, Roxanne would shout out to Roxanne. You know, what's not being talked about really as much as it should be. is just how great she did. Of course, at the pay-per-view in the match, along with all the other women and on Tuesday, she is a new NXT champ. So I do want to give her some kudos for having a hell of a week, but, uh, comes out that hey we're getting the NXT championship match Tuesday night. As soon as that happened, I said oh, I put actually put it in my notes. I said if Roxanne is winning the championship. Is Mandy on the outs? Because I'm like this doesn't make sense. We all wake up on Wednesday morning and she's out of here. Mandy has been fired from WWE. So the word that came out was so I saw so many horrible takes on the internet. This is not like Paige and Xavier Woods where their stuff was out there but it was leaked Oh yeah, I saw they that trash too. yeah they weren't profiting from it they didn't release it for public consumption that don't count. I also saw things about oh so this is the same company that let Sable and China do Playboy okay so if we're talking about years ago that's not a comparison also. That TV was a TV-14 product. It is TV-PG now. So I just saw so many horrendous takes. You guys got to do better as fans. Just use a little bit of common sense here. And this is not me, you know, caping for WWE. I'm just saying use common sense. So Mandy knew she was wrong, right? Because she sent my man the DM like, hey, I need to take that tweet down. So information was that she indicated to people within the company that her premium content could get her in trouble. So she knew she could get in trouble with it. Uh, It was not indicated whether this release was mutual or requested. Uh, It's worth noting we don't have information now as to whether or not Mandy had requested the release, if it was on WWE's side completely, or a mutual agreement. We do know that in recent months, Mandy had indicated to others that she realized the content and nature of her page could get her in trouble with management. They wanted her to stop posting on her page, and she had no desire to do so because of the money it was bringing in. Sounds like uh, their content that she was putting on her page was a breach of contract with Mattel's contract with WWE. I don't know exactly what was in Mattel's contract with WWE, but they kept coming up on, we can't have you have this type of content out there and you work for the company. Word allegedly was she was given the ultimatum of, hey, if you... Take your content down, you're here. If you want to keep your content, though, you can't be here. And She decided to part ways with WWE. All right. So her first comments about this was today. And I thought this was hilarious. Her first comments on this was, hey, guys, thank you for all the messages. I am overwhelmed with all the love and support from you guys. And don't worry. The page is still up. Wow.
1: (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> so can I ask a quick question?
0: Absolutely. With all
1: this going on, all this extra hoopla, I'm assuming these were not just feet pics, huh? <laughs> so she not getting paid this only fans for feet pics and pedicures, huh?
0: Got it. Eshan said that he saw the information at hand here.
2: Hey, I, I I didn't I didn't see it. You know, sir for myself. I saw for journalism integrity. Ah, I got you. I had you,
0: to, had to I had you had to know. You had to know we were talking I about
2: it. I had right? to I had to know so we can so I can report back and you know Shout and, and talk you, logically man, about prepared. what's happening. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. I had that. to do it. I, we owe it to the to the fan base. We owe it to the community to to be on top of these type of things. Yes, uh Rhodesia, it was uh it was it was heavy content. So Very feet
0: pics. Feet was I in photos. Feet. feet feet was I in a couple of photos. Feet. This is what I will say. Uh, This is what I will say. I saw the photos. Okay. Um,
2: I saw the videos, too.
0: Yeah, and... Previously, she's showing a nipple here, nipple there. Okay, kind of what you see. You're like, whoa, okay. All right. That was kind of like the raciest it kind of got. She started going ham. And some of this, (laughs) I don't know when it was. I do know what... She posted this past weekend. There was one of, uh, I'm going to assume, I'm not going to put his business out there, but I'm going to assume it's her boyfriend or her uh, fiance in the shower fiance. with.
2: Fiance, yeah, Absolutely. With 100% it was him, 100%. Yep.
0: Behind her, they're both naked, but of course you don't see any of their private parts. But that was a real risque uh, video photo. There was another one. This is what I will say. To anybody who thinks that she was done wrong, in this situation, I can see where you're coming from with none. of us know what was actually in the contract, but I can say this. I am sure you can't work for WWE and I know how your asshole looks. Whoa! that can't happen. When you see an asshole on the Internet, it's pretty deep. Hey, I get ass pics, right? We all have seen them before, either with the g string bikini or maybe not. She was going ham in some of those photos. You cannot have that and, I think, work for WWE. That can't be a thing in the slightest. So that was like, whoa. All right. So, Ishan, I'm sure you enjoyed the photos. You are a major, massive, massive Mandy Rose fan. Love her to death. I think you may even say, hey, I may drink her bath water at times. This is how much you love Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose is like top two for you in all of wrestling in terms of attractiveness and things that you would say, I'm going to go out of my way to watch this lady's incredible talent on television. Was it worth her losing her job with WWE for you to see those photos? The people got Let know. me say,
2: I, I am a huge Mandy Rose fan. I've been championing Mandy for many of years right now. Now I, I, I draw it at the, the bathwater and I'm not a feet man. So I don't know <laughs> east, east, to Easter own, but I will, I will tell you this though. Uh, you know, look, God bless America. God bless the world. God bless Mandy Rose. Okay. Like she's a legit. She's doing like a public service with this fan page. Like for real, like, you know, she's getting people exactly what they, what, what, what they want. Um,
0: yeah. You can say that. Look,
2: so, I think that, as a fan of hers, I don't feel like we should feel sorry for Mandy Rose, and not because I'm judging her at all. I don't I feel like you know she's she's a she's a woman she's she's obviously very proud of her body her body Absolutely. and she's comfortable showing it because she's she's been going ham. she could have made this fan page she could have did brawn panties, she could have did lingerie, she still could have made some bread. She made a decision to go as far as she's going um so she's she's smart enough to know as you said she she mentioned to others that she knew she could possibly get in trouble so she understood it could be ramifications um, onto all of this um so she decided to continue the fan page i would imagine that you know reports are correct that they gave her ultimatum like hey take it down or you out and she decided that she wanted to keep it up and let's be honest like these Men and women who are making these only fan pages and these fan time pages is very, very lucrative. These people are becoming millionaires overnight. Uh, the Catch Me Outside Girl, The Catch Me Outside Girl. It was reported that what, like you know, uh, she made like a million dollars over a million, like day. her first month. One, yeah, day. her first. You know, she bought a $1.2 million house or something like that within the first week of uh, being on that on that thing. I'm not sure what uh, Mandy Rose is going to bring it in, but I know that she's going to probably, you know, make probably more in the next couple of months on her fan time page that she made probably in WWE, you know, doing probably less strenuous work. You know, it's, it's, it can't be. I, I, hey, I don't know what Tito's. Uh, I think his name is Tito, Tito Sabatelli. I don't know what he's doing to her, hey, but I know to... he's not as rough. <laughs> hey, he, they're they're married. You know what I'm saying? No, if he ain't taking things. care of business, yeah. Well, whatever they they bought. The, if he ain't taking care of business, man, he doing something wrong. Look, I'm sure whatever he's doing to her body ain't what the ring's doing to her body, right? So, like, this is gonna be an easier job for. Her. She's gonna make lots of money, and who's who's to say she can't come back in the future, right? Um, so I don't I don't feel sorry for. Her. I think she's doing what she wants to do with her life you know she's 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 bringing joy and, and 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 satisfaction to millions of fans all over the world like how can you hate that woman for what she's doing so i think it's a mutual decision you know look this is better for her it's better for the company not to be associated with this type of content um i you know, look, I, I don't, I don't. At the end of the day, I, I don't see the big deal in all of it. I'm just amazed that Mandy Rose is is going this far. Mandy, bless you.
0: It's to your <laughs> point. Yeah, she definitely does not need to go that far. But no, I don't think anybody should feel sorry for Mandy. I think she feels just fine. You guys, I read you her response. It was pretty cut and dry. Hey, Paige is still up. Holler at me, right? I just I did some quick math, real quick math. So if you guys want to know. If you just uh, go to, like, mandysax.com, you can pull it up. Check her out. Uh, she has 13.3 thousand likes on her page. You can subscribe for $30 a month. If, just, just let's just assume, everybody that has liked her page has subscribed. That's uh, $400,000 a month. She ain't getting that from NXT. She ain't getting that from WWE. I am sure hey, it Matt. was an easy decision for her to say, hey, "No, you know what? I'm gonna keep this content out. I'll see y'all when uh, I end up taking it down, whenever that may be."
2: Hey man, I also have to give some uh, some more uh, information on this topic because it's my job. It's, it's journalism integrity oh, okay. here. Okay, okay.
0: So so you so you did some detailed investigations. What you telling
2: me? Yeah. Right now. So let me bring this to the podcast. So originally, the, it started at ten dollars a month. Then $13 a month, then $20 a month. So now it is currently $30 a month. And this has to be due to popular demand. Okay. So Ah. she's getting it. She's getting that bread (laughs) right now. Go
0: ahead, Mandy. Get your money, Mandy. There it is. So Mm -hmm. I know you said it You didn't see it. You really didn't hear about too much of it. What's your thoughts?
1: So, I'll address the firing piece first. So I feel like a couple years ago, it might be a little bit longer than that. I thought a whole thing had came about with WWE that said, if you had some, any other outside business ventures, pretty much it had to be cleared through WWE, um, you had to either forfeit that or it was something about that. So when she was released, the first thing that I thought of was that that just violated the contract. So I get, I get everybody's point about, you know, well, you let, People do Playboy back in the day. And I actually had those initial thoughts, too. Uh, But to the point with this is being a rated G product now, that is the big difference than what it was before.
0: PG. Um, It's not G. Yeah, they're not all the way. PG. Soft, yes. G,
1: PG. Uh, PG. And and to
0: your point, that that was the case. And then last, the Friday before Mania this past year, uh, that was when Triple H kind of came back for the first time. And went to the locker room. They announced that hey, you are allowed to now do side ventures. So you can do side ventures. you so then- know Zelina's back, kind of doing her thing. Oh, there, there's a few of them that kind of had to so It's, quite, a, it's pause.
2: quite. It's quite a few that have live pages right now. I'm not. I'm not going to snitch on nobody because I don't want to bring no attention to them. But it's quite a few of them.
0: And I'm so guessing I you think only know that. Needs that. To be
1: a very clear contract.
0: <laughs> and I think Ieshan only knows that. <laughs> because he knew that may come up on the pod. So you were like, look, I got to go in, get my nails dirty, get my hands dirty. And hey, check it's, out it's our
2: job to know all things wrestling, okay?
0: Got it. I think I got a, I I just, think I got I, a good feeling I know what your TFW moment of the week is. But.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just feel if she knows she was in a breach of contract. Then, again, good riddance. You knew that that was going to come. Again, I don't feel sorry for you. Based off of her response, her public response on Twitter, she doesn't want anybody to feel sorry for her either. So, again, if she's bringing in that kind of money, bravo, if that's what she wants to do. Um, I just thought they were feet pics, but evidently there's something else. So
0: Oh, no. Like I said, feet, feet, feet in them. Feet's in them. <laughs> but uh, everything was in them. All right, so we kind of go from that to the latest on Sasha Banks, or should I say Mercedes, because we know now, for 100% fact, it is Mercedes. So it was confirmed that Mercedes will be appearing at NJPW's Wrestle Kingdom on January 4th, okay? As as of this point, there is no deal with WWE. This is not some type of deal where, hey, Carl Anderson is still under contract with WWE and NJPW where he's allowed to work WWE and then go to Japan and work new Japan. There is no ties to Sasha Banks to WWE right now. That's done. And it's over. Now, once again, can she resign? Absolutely. She can resign as of right now. She has no ties to WWE word is she is charging a hefty, hefty price right now. And her price is super high. This all leads, credence, to my scenario that we talked about last week. It is lining up way too perfect for Mercedes to not be on and in AEW in the very near future. So this goes back to, hey, her contract was either voided or whatever they did over the summertime. And the word was, if you guys remember, hey, she is not doing any wrestling items until next January, which will put us a course in a few weeks. Everything's lined up to, to that. So now knowing that, hey, we know for a fact she is not tied to WWE at all from a contract perspective right now this moment. Does that change either one of your guys' thoughts on where we see her next? Do we see her in AEW? Is she strictly going to be in JPW Japan doing that kind of thing? Maybe, you know, A or, you know, Mexico? and not work AEW, or do you guys still feel like, Hey, there's a shot. The next time we see her on us soil, wrestling is going to be for the WWE at the rumble or after
1: I'm double down in all mine. We're going to my boring pick. As you said, my most wildest, which was boring. She's going to be number 30 at rumble.
0: Ooh. That's week.
1: <laughs> Last week.
0: So you, so you think that there is, are you, you giving it any shot or you just feel like that's the safe bet and you just think that she deserves to be back in WWE?
1: No, it's a safe bet. I think she's going to be number 30. I think she's right now just building her stock up more and more. Just like how uh, Amanda was making her monthly prices go up. I think this is what uh, Mercedes, Sasha Banks is doing. (laughs) She's bringing her price up in a different kind of way.
0: All right.
2: Um, but you know, look, I gotta, I gotta say, um, for me, I was really surprised that she didn't have ties. And when I thought about it, I thought about Vince McMahon again, that he let Sasha bank you know, walk, right? This is how I, I, I don't know the right word for it right now. Matt, you can probably fill in the blank for like, I feel like he does not know talent in, in 2022 or 20, uh, 2023, that he let. Somebody like Sasha Banks out of her contract. That it got to this point. If she's out of the company, this had to happen um, during Vince's watch, and he just undervalues talent. He has no talent today, so there's no way in hell he needs to come back and run anybody's creative because that 80 year old man doesn't know a star when he when she when he sees one. For me, I just hope that uh, that uh, you know Sasha. She's super talented. Um, Mercedes, excuse me, Mercedes is super talented. I hope she's just making the right choice. And she doesn't get too greedy with these prices because, uh, some of these price tags she have, you know, like in Tripway, new Japan, like they might do that, that one shot, but you can't continue to pay some of those prices, you know, month in and month out or show in every show to bring somebody like that in every week. Can you like, I I can't imagine what, you know, what Tony Khan has to pay for, for Mercedes and at the same time, like. Is that a good bet for him? Because he only has two women segments per show, right? So he has to, like, I I, I don't know. I just hope everything works out. Um, I'm kind of doing a wait and see. Like, she's been out of, out of my sight for, like, over six months now. So I don't know. What do you think?
0: I think um, you would have to assume she knows what she's doing, right, in terms of how much she's charging. She's going to get it. I don't think there's a world where Tony Khan says that's too much money for me to pay. I don't I think we also see if she wants to continue to wrestle I think we see Mandy Rose in uh, AEW as soon as her not competes up I do so that's kind of just my my thought on it I think that we will absolutely see her in, in AEW but I wouldn't be opposed to her coming back to WWE either you know I mean she's a she is a once again we use it a lot man but she is one of this generation's best talents men or women so I I definitely understand not overpaying for her if you are WWE because that, I mean, any company really, we saw, you know, Cody leave AEW. We've seen Punk leave AEW and yeah, they may get a little bit of a drop in ratings, but take one cog out, put another cog in that will still goes. Absolutely. The same thing for WWE. We know that. Um, We still need Charlotte back. Hopefully that's sooner rather than later. I mean, I'm excited to see Mm -hmm. that. You know, so they have some pieces they can pull, too. I'm open for wherever she goes. I do, I, I have to admit, I do get a kick out of the people who only watch one company, and when that person leaves said company, the person they love, they now hate. And it was a lot of that this week when this news broke about no, no connection with Sasha and WWE. Uh... Next thing I see is she's a crybaby, good riddance. We don't need her anyway. Like, you're on the the payroll of WWE. Anybody would love to have her, for sure. So, that's that. Um, let's, let's talk really, really quick. Just high, high-level pieces of NXT deadline was this past Saturday, along with Ring of Honor. Uh, we can start with NXT. I thought it was a really fun new match the iron challenge matches so they did one for the women they did one for the men um it was 25 minutes it kept the sense of urgency up throughout the entire match if you guys didn't see it you start with two people think every 5 minutes someone else comes into the ring until everybody's in the ring and at that point you got 25 minutes total of this match whoever has the most pinfalls wins if you get pinned you go into the penalty box which i believe was like for 45 seconds or a minute then you come back out so it was was always 90 seconds so it was always creating that sense of urgency of we got to hurry up and get these pins it was action-packed i thought it was great uh i would love for it to kind of stay in nxt you know now wwe looks like they have war games i think they have enough gimmick matches on the main roster you know now that we know the hell in a cell is not having its own pay-per-view you got that one in the tuck for whenever there is you know super big uh rivalries that need that finale kind of statement to it thought the match was super super cool uh and entertaining did you what you guys think of just the pay-per-view overall and those two matches
1: i you know we're watching the match both of them the men and the women's IR survivor challenge i'm like nxc got something special here i really like it um at the end it, like you mentioned it's 25 total minutes but by the time everyone comes out it's 10 minutes left of just total wrestling and what's so cool about this and what this can blossom into years down the line is th- the strategy behind it so you know like the gimmicky matches that we know like with the elimination chamber with um the rumble it's kind of like where the placement is at is important Well, this iron survivor challenge it's the same thing so Yes, I might be first out. I might have the more pins, and we'll kind of talk about that in the men's if if we get to that point. You can get pinned a lot, but as long as you got a lot of pins yourself, you can still ultimately win the match. So to me, I really like this one. I think is there's something very special with this one, um, and, I, and I'm really excited to see it come back again.
2: A really good show. Um, you know, to be honest, so like this side nugget, you know, just talking amongst friends, because we always get to talk. We try to save it for the pot. Uh, for me, I try to do. I don't like doing one thing at any setting. I feel like I don't have enough time, so I try to do as many things at one time as I can, so I can get everything in. And when I was watching that that premium live event, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. Um, okay. I couldn't take my eyes off the off the show, um, and like so, I couldn't do my multitasking like I like to do because it just was so entertaining and fascinating. And I think this it's great because. We love, or me personally, I love the Black and Gold brand so much. And the NXT 2.0, it just wasn't hitting. It just wasn't doing it. But kudos to Shawn Michaels and team because that was a very, very interesting um, show, very entertaining. Um, The overall show quality overall is getting a lot better. And that women's match was Super exciting. It was a really good, really good match. Um, I couldn't take my eyes off the off the action in that ring. The men's was really good. I, from top to bottom, that was a very, very, very entertaining show. Um, I was very excited to see more of it on this past Tuesday from watching it. Um, but for me, that women's match really stood out because a lot of those girls, um, you know, I watched them maybe four or five months ago. It was kind of rough. But to see them performing... Um, Saturday, it was a, it was amazing feat for me
0: at a high level too, for sure. Yep. I agree. If I had a ring the alarm button to press, I'd press it right now.
2: I'm a little worried guys.
0: I'm a little worried watching that main event. LeBron breaker (laughs) and Apollo Crews. Mm -hmm. I, I have said for the last year, Braun is the next guy. He is the only person that we've seen that's right now on the PC that you can point to and say, there's the future, legit future top star on the main roster. Now, granted, that was also when Vince was the head of creative in WWE. Now the Triple H is there. We know that he's much more open to pushing some of the smaller wrestlers, not the super heavyweights, to the top of the card. But ring the alarm. Braun has stalled in development. That match wasn't it. It was decent. It was okay. I expected him to really take a leap forward, especially being in there with Apollo Crews that can go with the best of them, that has had main roster experience for years. So, knows how to work that style. And for me, it didn't translate. And it didn't translate at all. Uh, I just it, The match, to me, just wasn't really entertaining. I thought it was kind of boring. Uh, so, he's got to figure something out. You talk about missing something, he's missing something. Uh, and I don't know if it's just, hey, he's been in NXT too long with that talent, and he needs to move up. But then, the, that's why you bring in people like Dolph Ziggler, Apollo Crews, because you want him to work up you only get better by working up um and it wasn't it for me so i don't know if you guys had any thoughts on that but that was my only other takeaway from uh deadline was bron's gotta figure something out
2: hey you know what though like it's just funny man how much how i like we think man um i've been thinking that way for for brian for some time actually mm-hmm. um yeah it's like it, you're, you're you hit the nail for me it's like exactly my thoughts it, it, i didn't feel as strongly about it to actually mention it um but in the ring character wise or anything like when he first started on nxt 2.0 he he stood out from the others so much in ring character wise and everything that it just was like wow this is the next guy But I think as the rest of the roster starts to catch up, he's starting to seem like kind of, he's not standing out as much as he did. Um, Just watching NXT this past Tuesday when he came out, I just was like, eh, eh, hey, go Brian. Here's another match. Uh, You're right. So, like, for me, he's not popping out as much. And honestly, I don't know if you move him up to, like, the main roster, take him out of one slot and put him into another slot, he does much better. as you said, he's working with Dolph. He's, he's working with Apollo. He's working with some guys to kind of work up. Uh, so he's going to get, you know, moving over to the raw brand. It'll be more of the same. There has to be right. something else that kind of takes him to the next level. And I, I, I think it's overall package. I just don't feel like he's much better than he was when he first started. Um, oh, and Rodija, I do want to say something right before you jump in. Uh, Grayson Waller is actually the guy for me that's really standing out in the men's side of things. Like Man. he is the guy that's yes, standing sir. out more so than Bron right now. Yes,
0: sir. His his personality jumps off the screen one hundred percent.
1: So I was heated. And Bron and, and Bron's also only twenty five years him. old.
0: Yeah. So this so this isn't like a hey Bron's finished. No, I'm just saying he needs a little bit more. But yeah, he's only twenty five. That's he's so young still. Wow.
2: One
1: quick tweak. You know, he's to take getting like um the and the Apollo one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Yishan.
2: I'll say, you know, he's kind of reminding me of theory a little bit right now, like how theory was before he got that. He got rejuvenated just recently. Like that's all the potential one. in the world yeah, has to look. Um, but it's just something right now that's just not really kicking in. Um, he's mm-hmm. kind of getting in that mode. So I, I I don't know what it is that's going to kind of shake him out of that. Go ahead, Rhodesia.
0: That's a good comparison.
1: So the only takeaway I had from Deadline was that in the match with Apollo, and I always think I'm going to call him Creed, Apollo Cruz, um, was. <laughs> this is really not know. the Rocky movie. I know. Right. Um, Apollo Cruz for him. I really felt like we didn't know who was the bad guy, who was the good guy. They had a pretty cool video package that was a little bit different than what I'm used to seeing. And I and yeah. I thought it was cool because it was different. Um, but during the match itself, I didn't quite know who I really wanted to win in the match. So maybe that added a little bit to kind of where you feel like it kind of was flat. Um, but again, I'm not watching NXT every week, so I can't even speak on that part of it. But I I did say it watching that match I didn't know who I was really rooting for, but that was my only takeaway on that. I'm in the on men's tournament or the men's Iron Survivor Challenge. Oh, was I heated? I, are we going to talk about it? Do we have a little bit of time to talk about it?
0: <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Heated. Give it up. Man, so. Okay, so I don't do as good as you, Matt, as breaking down on how, you know, to set the stage here. So, again, Iron Survivor Challenge, you the winner is the, whoever has the most pins. So we get down to the last two minutes. And I'll just paraphrase it we had maybe 30 seconds left. And I know in reality, there is no way to find anybody beat them up enough and pin them in time to get another win. But these dudes started chasing him around the ring in the last 30 seconds. Like, why are you chasing after Waller when you could just chase the closest person next to you and just fight them. Like I said, I was super heated about it. Um, me, you had a talk, Matt, kind of what y'all say, not off air or off air, offline, whatever, um, about (laughs) why the psychology behind it. And I guess that makes a little bit of sense to me, but I'm just like, dude, why are
0: y'all chasing him? So if you guys did not see it, what she's talking about is the end of the match. Waller jumps in, of course, as the sneaky heels always do. I think it was actually Carmelo who had won the guy's pin. Pushes Carmelo off, gets the pin. Mm -hmm. It's about 25 seconds left in the match now. Waller's up by one. Waller jumps out of the ring. He's running around. And they're trying to catch him. And Rhodesia was livid. Oh, my God. Why would they just not grab somebody else? I'm like, Rhodesia, that's not the story they're trying to tell. They're trying to tell the story of... He cheated, or he snuck and got the victory, and now all eyes are on him, and we're all chasing him. I know, but there's just people who stand around. They could just, somebody, they could just start fighting. I'm like, why would they start fighting, and there's only 20 seconds left? It's the emotion of the, the, you just cheated brain. yourself you to victory, brain. and we got to go get you now. Um, but, yeah, she was absolutely heated. She was, She was. She was more than heated. She was pissed. I was like I don't think I want think my it's my that so, I, wanna, like, I want
1: Peacock to give me give me back my 9.99 or how, I don't even know how much it cost. Look, you don't even know how much money. it is. <laughs> I, I don't even pay for it. But just give me back something.
2: <laughs> hey, that's funny though, But, You know, honestly, I didn't think anything about it either cuz I, I I got the same thing is that everyone's kind of in shock that, you know, uh while he he got one over on people so they're right. like like oh, I got to get this dude. Like he think he's he's trying to be sticky. So it kind of fit the narrative of the actual story. Um, true, indeed. Someone, yeah, yeah I guess someone could have fought, but I, I, I think sometimes um, that's one of those wrestling things that we may maybe overlook. But it's also natural to kind of be, if you're in the moment, to be kind of outraged that somebody to kind of get one over, and then everyone kind of trying to mm-hmm. get the same dude, right? Because like everyone Whatever. at that mind, he's the target. Like, yo, we got to get this dude. He think he he think he got one over on us. We need to get him real quick.
0: No, for sure, 100%. So, a very good effort overall with the NXT deadline. That same day, we had ROH. Actually, we had ROH earlier in the day. I'm not going right. to spend a lot of time on this, you know, pay-per-view, because, one, I don't know if a lot of you probably watched it. But um, I think the show, for one, the show was super strong. I actually thought— Isn't It was so enjoyable. Yeah, I actually thought it killed the NXT show if we were comparing, and everything doesn't have to be a comparison— But I do think, because it was the same day, that if I was comparing both, I absolutely enjoyed ROH's pay-per-view much more than I did NXT's show. Uh, I think they shot themselves in the foot by charging so much for it. You can't charge. And we'll see when the buy rate comes out. But, man, you cannot charge $40 for a Ring of Honor show that doesn't even have TV clearance. Um, I think that was a big miss. But I also understand that you got it's all about making money. So I get that for sure, too. But if you guys didn't see anything from that show, if you can go out of your way to find Briscoe's versus FTR, Mm -hmm. please do so. That match was beyond brutal in a good way, physical in a good way, incredible in all the best ways. That match was fantastic. I talked about the first two matches. I'm like, man, match of the year. I don't think this was a match of the year candidate, but I absolutely think that, this should go down as one of the best trilogy of matches in wrestling in the last 20, 30 years. I don't want to go lifetime, but I thought it was incredible. Uh, I don't know. Ishan, we haven't really talked. I don't know if you actually saw the pay-per-view or not, uh, or if you saw that match. Did you see it?
2: No, I I missed the tag match. Uh, I got into the show a little bit late, but uh, I I don't doubt that the match was good. I mean, what was good? I mean, we knew that, that was going to be a good match, but at the same time, for me, man, look, you're, you're asking me to spend $40 on a Saturday in the middle of the day to watch a show Mm -hmm. that you just put together a week before, maybe a few days before the actual show on a brand that doesn't have TV. Uh, You know, like for me, like I, that was, I I wanted to make a strike just to say like, nah, I'm not watching this because I felt like in a way I felt like, and I, I mentioned this on the last um you know pay-per-view they did i feel like man you're trying to gouge your fan base because you're asking a a rapid fan base that supports you and your company your companies at this point and now you just want me to pay forty dollars to lazily put together a show days before it happens and say like hey i'm forty dollars no damn it you should have paid me to go watch that show. I don't care how good of a match oh, wow. the, the FTR and the Briscoes are supposed to what be. You just told me about it to, a couple of days before the damn show. Now all of a sudden I'm supposed to go home and, and, and pay $40 in, on a Saturday? During Christmas No, no, no. no. Time? Don't boo me. Don't boo me. Boo Tony Khan because I got other things better to do for you to sit there and sell me on an event two days before it happens and then charge me $40 on a damn Saturday. Nah. For me, whoa, whoa. no, I didn't want to watch it just for that very reason.
0: I tell, you, I tell you what, man, and we'll deep dive this on our next pod around the ROH piece uh, Tony announced around what they're doing for TV going forward. Definitely have some strong thoughts on that, but it wasn't just two days before, man. It was the Wednesday before that, and it was the Friday before that, and the Wednesday before that. That's been my problem with AEW is it was so much Ring of Honor on there. And, hey, look, ironically, we don't have much Ring of Honor on This week's dynamite. And what do you know? Dynamite was fantastic. is your thoughts on, uh, ROH?
1: Um, just really quickly from the matches I did see, I didn't get, I was working, um, so I didn't admit I missed the tag match. I think there was a tag match that happened. Um, but I just wrote down the Briscoes and FTR. It was gruesome. And I liked it. You know, usually I'm not really for all the gruesome matches, but this actually one that was done really well. Again, a wonderful way to end a trilogy. That's all I have to say on that one. But it, it actually was a great show. And commentary. Commentary was great. I really, really liked it. They were having fun. The, just the, the way that they filmed the, sh- the show, the way they are talking, that ROH feeling, I'm down for. I can be a, an ROH fan when it's ROH. It, it was actually a good vibe on that show.
0: It was, and it was just another example of, and yeah, it's a pay-per-view. I get if you couldn't watch it, but watch everything, guys. Like, the same day, we had the most brutal match that I've seen in a long time, and then hours later, we had the most entertaining funniest match I've seen in a long time with The New Day, which, shout out to them, winning the, the, the tag belts on NXT. They said that that decision came, like, same day, I think, or, like, a day before, so... That's really cool to just get more exposure on NXT and get them some work down there. But uh, just watch everything. Like, don't be loyalists. Even the wrestlers aren't as loyal as some of you fans are.
1: Ain't Believe that the me. truth. I know.
0: <laughs> like, I know. That's real okay? talk. Okay? That's real 100%. talk. 100%. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about Raw. Uh, it was one of the lowest rated Raws in history. Uh, the NFL is doing a number on Raw right now. SmackDown is consistently over 2 million, 2.2 2 million every single week. And, boy, Raw is getting it handed to them. By uh, NFL on ESPN every single Monday it seems like. But um, what was your guys' highlights from Raw?
1: Only thing was we seen a little bit more of Alexa turning something or being possessed by something. Um, she was about to sister Abigail, Bianca, and kind of snapped great. out of it. So that's, that was yeah, great. So that's that. I, that was my only takeaway, but it was great.
2: Yep, love that. You know what? Uh, I really, I really like that segment as well, Rhodesia. Uh I I, I love storytelling like that. And so we've been watching a very slow and subtle turn from Alexa. I'm 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 guessing that's where we're where we're heading. Um you know and, and here's the thing about that that whole story and segment is that if you're if you miss the screen flickering showing that Bray Wyatt image, like it still kind of makes sense. It still kind of fits um uh, what's going on, right? Um, if you if you're right. missing if you if, if you miss that Alexa is staring off in, into La La Land during the interview and they're like Yo you good and she's like Oh yeah yeah like everything is kind of fitting like a a story if you miss one part of the story it still kind of makes story the, the the next part of it still makes sense so I love like the little subtle small story steps that they're making um, with that Alexa um, character change if that's where we're going I'm assuming that's what we are going uh, I, actually I want to talk about Judgment Day again. Um, I kind of mentioned it earlier, like, man, like the four of them together to me is gold. Uh, I think they're doing a great job with that team. Um, I, like I said, Rhea is such a good fit for that team. I don't think it works without her. Um, but Dom, man, look, like, he is like a heat magnet. and He's a different type of heat. <laughs> We're going to talk about Jeff Jarrett <laughs> later on. Like, like he for me, Jeff Jarrett is like turn off my TV heat. Like, but Dom is that, has the great, like, hey, I want to boo this man type heat. And, like, the crowd really, 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 really feels like this man. Like, they really love to hate him. Like I said, I love what Finn's doing in the ring. Um, I've I, I have, I've always had a high regard for Priest, so I love what they're doing as well. And then at the end, you know, what's, where are we going with the Bobby Lashley's fire thing, right? I'm hoping oh, so you know. it leads us back to.
0: Oh, uh, just so you know. Pierce, Adam Pierce came on social media yesterday and said, My bad, got a little head of myself. Bobby's no longer fired. <laughs> he
1: wasn't fired, huh?
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Hey, wait, Did, hey, did y'all so see that's, all that's, the, those images of him being all elite? <laughs> did y'all see the stuff? Oh his man, Twitter? I was waiting. <laughs> you, you see what I, said.
2: <laughs> I
0: said, I cannot wait to see Bobby and Sasha. I'm ringside for that.
2: Hey, so this is where I, I don't know where it's going. I didn't see that 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 uh interview with uh with Pierce. I'm hoping this leads back to M- uh, MVP being reunited with Bobby. Uh, maybe MVP, you know, made a call to the office like, yo, you can't do this to my man. And maybe it's some kind of reuniting. But at the same time, they have so many heels on that show. It may may not make sense for the storyline. But I was hoping that might lead them to. Because I thought they were so good together. Uh, I thought the no, breakup was kind of. Yeah, I, 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 I feel do like wonder it was too soon I'm, to break I'm, them up.
0: Well, I'm hoping – I don't think we'll get MVP just because MVP is on SmackDown. Uh, but I do hope this has something to do with the Hurt Business. I don't know how because yeah. like he's back already. But get them get, get them back together. There was so much meal in the bone. And we know Triple H is a fan of factions, trios, and tag yeah. teams. He's shown that. You know, bring them back. Uh, it was something that you said, and I wanted to comment on it. Oh, the uh, Alexa piece. I think one of the things that they're doing fantastic with are the Easter eggs. You know, to your point of like the screen, mm-hmm. if, hey, if you didn't pay attention to it, it didn't really change things. We've seen so many times backstage where somebody is, in the, is is in the background and they're watching. It makes sense to the story, but if you missed it, you really didn't miss much. And once again, that's the kind of stuff that we kind of geek out over. Uh, a couple of notes I have from Raw: uh, Riddle is in rehab allegedly, so I did say, "Hey, I'm glad he was off my TV," but I didn't want him to be in a rehab. But I guess if he needs to go to rehab, wow, man, hey. Get yourself taken care of.
2: I think we yeah. found the snitch in the company right now. It's oh, Matt. who is it? <laughs> it's Matt. It's you? No
0: way. <laughs> I would never snitch you, on another Matt. As much as you dropping was, a dime on Matt, stare. Vince, who next? Can never <laughs> snitch on another Matt. Not Matt Jackson. Not Matt Riddle. All Matts are good with me. Uh, so he is in rehab. So that's why he's going to be off TV for like six weeks. Uh, two things that I did not like number one, Kevin Patrick, of course, we'll still give him some time, but he is not great right now on commentary. Corey Graves, of course, is always fantastic, but Patrick is not doing it for me. And I'll tell you somebody else is not doing it for me. Johnny Gargano. Who? He's not doing it for me. And what it is, is he's just not likable. Like he's not he like he comes across I don't even know the word he's not sneaky he's not um I don't know I don't he's just he's not a why am I cheering you I don't know so I'm not cheering
1: he's unlikable you're advocating for Loomis I guess maybe Mm, is that
0: enough
2: no, you know what, Rhodesia? I had, I was uh, watching the show, and I had texted, man. I, actually had, I I blocked it out of my mind, <laughs> that whole thing. But I had texted, I'm like, man, look, I'm not feeling Johnny and Dexter at all together. Like, the, that whole storyline for me is something I, I fast forward through it every week. And Johnny and Dexter was on my TV screen way too much for me, man. Like, you're right. Um, Johnny's just not likable. Uh, maybe if he was a heel, it might work a little bit better. I don't want to say it's, he's kind of annoying a little bit. Um and you know Dexter as a mute isn't very interesting. I just don't think the two of them are very interesting together and they get way too much TV time to be this uninteresting.
0: Yeah man. Um not really feeling it. And I am I am and was a massive Gargano fan in NXT. So hopefully once we kind of get out of this mode, it'd be good, but Candice is a much more likable person than Johnny is on TV right now. So Hopefully they, hopefully, they figure that out. You see their interactions?
1: Yeah. She's like, what y'all yep. doing? <laughs> She's like, it was, she it was discussed it really with good. them. She's like, yep. what y'all doing?
0: <laughs> and that's the kind of stuff that is much better now than when Vince was there. I don't know what has changed in regards to how they are doing their promos, but that was something that a normal person would say. Before, like, all right. responses were canned backstage. Like, everything. Everybody talked the exact same way, except for, like, the top two or three people in the company but now, everybody feels like much more has their own type of personality. So, shout out to them for hey, I, um,
2: 100%, Matt, man. You, you, you're, you're knocking out of the park with those things. Oh, but I know we already moved past NXT. I forgot about it. I, I, I wrote it on the wrong note, though. When you're talking about uh, Patrick, yeah, for a while, I haven't really been feeling him mm-hmm. on commentary. I didn't like him, mm-hmm. really, for the, from the start. It was something about him. I don't know what it was. But one person on not necessarily the announce team I do like um, is McKenzie on NXT. She has a lot of personality. She has, she's almost similar to Renee.
0: Yep,
2: um, sure they're allowing he her to have be, show personality. Yes,
0: sir. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: you know, verbally, I mean, she's she's doing a great job. I would love for you know for them to take her off of maybe NXT and transition her to like one of the bigger shows. Make I think she's showing a lot. I'm it's not sure if you saw the promo her.
0: she did two weeks ago. Um, where it was the one guy, man, I don't even remember his name. Ruiz, I, I'm sure you probably don't remember his name, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. was, yeah, like he had like the cologne and he started and spraying and she up was telling place. him that it, yeah, that you stink. Big body hobby. Uh, she, yeah, 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 yeah. She was awesome in that. I'll tell you something else. Who else was awesome? Monday was Kathy Kelly. And that Elias KO interaction, TV gold. All three of them were perfect mm-hmm. in that. It, it was it super, was super How do I forget good. about
1: that? So just yeah, yep. so I know we were off of raw, but I think we need to talk about that just one moment when because I completely forgot about it. But when he when Elias asked Ko to help him, Ko was <laughs> Did like, you "Whoa, for- whoa, whoa! I forgot. Did you forget? <laughs> <laughs> that was gold. And like, and even Kathy, her reaction to it was like, "Yeah, like you." He's like, you broke that guitar over my head. Well, not that guitar, but you broke a guitar over my head. That was just so classic. That was so hilarious. It's like, I forgot,
0: Kathy, you uh, weren't even I there when it happened. That. I guess you were watching on TV, but she was feeling it too. She's watching it. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and that's you know, like the overall thing with raw though. Right. It's like, is there's moments that are super entertaining. You know, you take the Johnny and Dexter thing out for me. Like that's, that's, I usually fast forward that stuff. But I want to check it out, but they have a lot of nice moments on that show. You know, I, I just kind of feel like watching raw is like that it's like that guest that's overstayed their welcome for too long. Right. It's, it's that guest said, Hey, I'm going to stay over your house for, you know, four <laughs> days. And all of a sudden on the fifth day, they say, Hey, I'm going to stay one more day. You're like, okay, man. But then all of a sudden here it is the sixth day. You kind of, all right, I'm ready for you to get out of my house. I need things to be back to normal. I need you to go. That's how I feel like raw is, man. It's just, it's, it just overstays his welcome. You know, things drag on for a little bit too long. So, for instance, Johnny and Dexter. I felt like if that was on SmackDown, that segment would have been probably like five or six minutes shorter, right? Certain matches would be a a little bit less. You wouldn't see certain things because it's that third Third hour. They're trying to fill content. And -hmm. so, like, things are going on way too long. There's some people being out there that shouldn't be out there. Now, again, I think it's a better formula than when we saw when Vince was in charge, where so we kept seeing the same things over and over again every week trying to fill time. At least they are trying to put different things on the show to kind of give us a different twist. But, man, it's just a drag to watch that show sometimes.
0: I do think um, I am a sucker for, like, feel-good moments and like, anything. So it was super cool just to see all those kids – getting free merchandise Monday with the whole Miz, mm-hmm. Dexter, and Gargano thing. Like, I thought that was super cool. Think about just the memories those kids are going to have. Like I said, that kind of stuff just, like, gets to me because it's like, I remember, of course, being a kid and being a wrestling fan, and even just, like, watching on TV, your mind is blown. And then when you get to go to a show, your mind is blown to that next level. And then if you have any type of interaction with the wrestlers, oh, my God, you know, just imagine what but, but now that kid probably is a lifer for wrestling. And they're going to be able to, to do that mm-hmm. with their kids. So I just think that's super, super cool. But yeah, duly noted, but I will say, Hey, Rhodesia. Yeah. Is, uh, is each the same person that got on here two weeks ago and talked about how hard we were and we're a tough crowd because we said a couple <laughs> things that we didn't like on raw. And he just basically talked about, if raw was a person, he'd kick him out in the street during the holidays. Like is, is this way hey. we're getting right now? I just want to make sure. I would want make sure.
1: I would have gone that extreme like that. But yeah, that is still the same, hey. But I'm not going to say he's going to kick you out on the street at Christmas time.
0: Hey, shout to Ishan Here we go. I,
2: I said, it's locker. a friend that oversells their welcome. I said, it's a friend that, <laughs> hey, just because I feel like a friend overstayed their welcome, don't mean we not friends no more. <laughs> no,
0: nah, man, you was like, hey, you was like, come that third hour. That's six day, dude. You got to get out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> a- AW Dynamite. Last night. I definitely got some thoughts here on this show. The biggest one for me. Actually, I got two big ones. I got a really, really big gripe with Kenny Omega. But let's start with the positive. Jericho in action. Andretti. Man, what a moment that was. Spoiler alert. This Indeed. is my TFW moment of the week. Man, oh man, that was incredible. It brought back so many one, two, three Kid vibes. But you talked about earlier around the Alexa Alexa bliss piece on raw, right? Where she used her facial expressions when she was going to hit sister Abigail. She teased it. Facials are so important in telling stories and in wrestling. The biggest moment from that match with Jericho and Action Andretti was when action kicked out of the Cold breaker and the look on Jericho's face when he kicked out at two and Jericho stuck that look and he stayed in that look and he didn't move. And that crowd just came and they kept coming and they kept coming till they started standing up. That like gives me goosebumps right now. Kind of just talking about that moment. That is what we watch for those type of moments, those type of things. But I thought it was masterful down to, we not know who Jericho was wrestling last night. And then he has his promo in the backstage, never said his name just said I'm wrestling the jobber. And yep. then he loses <laughs> to said jobber. Yep. My god, man, that was it beyond incredible. Um that was just so fun. And the so facials he
1: made after that.
0: After so losing much the disbelief. Fun. Yep. So, what would you guys think?
1: Same point. I mean, are we recapping all of Winter's Coming or
0: just that? Oh yeah, Heart whatever. There? Yep, yep, no, whatever you got
1: um i thought that was classic i think that was amazing such a just such a rub for him like this so awesome i'm happy to see ruby back i think she came back what last week i don't think we talked about it last week but i'm happy that she's back i'm ready to see what she does um jungle boy jack perry and brian cage um that was really good too i actually really like that i'm i'm worried that brian is always losing (laughs) every time i see him on tv i don't think he's actually ever really won a match um, maybe he can overcome that. I don't know if he's going to be maybe ROH or what, but that's kind of my takeaway. Yeah, situation. he's a ROH we'll tag talk about champs with, uh,
0: with the one group. Oh, that's what right. Are they, what do they call I forgot. I forgot what they're called. But, yep, they actually won the belts yeah. Saturday. So he's won, a, he's won a few here or there, but, of course, I know what you mean. Case the Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I'm a big yeah. Jungle Boy fan, but seeing somebody like Cage of mm-hmm. his size, and now we're just talking about size. You know, you look at those two together, you're like, there's no way. Jungle yep. Boy
2: should beat
0: him. There's no but way.
1: But here we are. Yep. yep. and and Hook came back too. So that's that's interesting to see what happens with that too.
0: Ooh, what a response from that crowd! Sheesh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, guys. I I really enjoyed uh, AEW. Um, like it, for me, I, I typically enjoy um, the show. Um, you know, I, I like wrestling, so I, I typically are, I'm typically I'm going to like the shows. Um, but I really enjoyed this one because this one I, I'm a Fan of a lot of the guys that got TV time, and it, it, for me, it was almost like segment after segment. I saw one of my favorites on that show. It was just a, a great show to me. Uh, just you know the 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 trios match was really good. Um, I'm just going down there really quick here, looking through it, um, seeing Jungle Boy and now Hook uh, possibly teaming together is going to be very interesting because you know Hook has been kind of in a holding pattern a little bit. They, they're they kind of yeah. slowly giving you a little bit more film as it goes on. They said he just celebrated his, his, I think, first year after his ring debut or something like that. So that was kind of cool that they're going to kind of maybe give him more things to do, a bigger role on the show. Um, so I, that's really excited to see. Um, I like that we're getting I, – I think Stogley's really starting to come on a little bit, some of his <laughs> small moments that he has on the microphone. Uh, I love what they're doing. Um, and then you got the House of Black versus Factory. You, you know I love Misa Malachi Black. Um, I love like uh, them as a package. is looking really good. Like uh, I like Julia Hart before a moment. Uh, I think I expressed to you guys in the past that I didn't necessarily think that it was a, a great fit, but she fits right in there, and it's great. I think I love yeah. the little Undertaker hat that she has going on. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great for me. Um, going further down, uh, I loved... Uh, the action match, the action uh, Adrade and, and and Chris Jericho match. Typically, when Chris Jericho comes on, like I respect what he's doing. Um, it's just for me, he just isn't connecting. I just like when I see him on TV, I take that as a time to kind of do something else. Um, to be right. honest with you, and I for the a good half of the match, that's where I was doing. I was doing something else, but I, then I kept looking up. I kept looking up a little bit more, and then a little bit more, and a little bit more, and then I started watching this match. And I'm like, man, this dude action is actually kind of. You know, giving this dude a good match, and then the crowd was getting behind them, and the crowd was erupting. I don't, I don't know if this dude is from there, but they were really behind it. As you said, you know, like the 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 facial expressions that Chris was was giving the crowd, and actually, as this match was going on, was like phenomenal. And then for him to actually get upset, you know, by this dude who I've never seen yep. him before. To be honest, with I've never heard of him. I, I I did, I haven't seen his dark matches. Um, you know, so I it was a super surprised for me. Um, it was a very entertaining, you know, segment for me as a person who's not necessarily into, um, you no know, Jericho. And then I also, I loved, um, Swerve. I liked his little segment that he had another one of my favorites. I, I think that was a really good segment. He's like, look, I ain't got friends. I ain't got family. I got affiliates. Like, what does that mean? Is, is, are we going to see some affiliates? Yeah. That and I'm like, I his, like that. That, that you,
0: is his faction. Guaranteed, that's that his, faction, his
2: faction, right? Because we've, we've heard yep. the term affiliates all the time, right, Matt? We've heard that before, right? But him bringing that to uh AEW, like is that is that his faction? Who's going to be part of his faction, right? It's showing hit row, <laughs> I wish it was, maybe. Um, so I thought that was really good. Um, and then I mean, the main event you know, starts MJF, and then the promos they were cutting throughout the show, like you know, MJF. Try his hardest to clap back at us, Ricky Starks, right? He tried his hardest, but hey, Starks came right back at him with another go-home promo for me, man. Like, I really, really, really enjoyed that show from top to bottom.
0: Ricky ate him up again. He's two for two. Yep. <laughs> He's two for two. <laughs> he ate him up again. Yep. Uh, So the piece that I did not like, and I was irritated when he said it, but I'm like, I'm going to give him time. I'm going to give it time because maybe I'm reading too much into it. So uh, it was after the opening match, the trios match, which, oh, my God, these next three matches are going to be off the charts with yep. the elite and uh, Dev Triangle. So we have next week, we got uh, no rules, anything goes no match. No DQ, yep. Yep. Then in Game 6, if it goes to Game 6, Match 6, it is false Count Anywhere. Mm-hmm. And now we know for sure it's going 7. They announced if it goes 7 in L.A., so the week after Wrestle Kingdom, when Naomi debuts, which she'll be Trinity, when Mercedes <laughs> debuts, we're getting a ladder match between those two for the trios title. That's going to be beyond incredible, but what I did not like from Kenny. So after the match, they lose to the hammer. We get that Kenny picks the mic up and I went back to make sure I heard it right. The first time Kenny says there's going to be enough talking on the show as it is. And I think he says, so I'll make this quick. You are still in the EVP allegedly from what we heard. When he said it, it didn't come across to me as a positive. And what happens right after that? They cut to a promo video. After that, we get MJF cutting a promo, I believe. Then we have a match. After that, we get Starks cutting a promo. They go to commercial. After that, we get a promo package. There was a lot of promo packages and promos in that show, which they need to do. They need to slow down and give us more story driven character driven pieces outside of just the in-ring work that we know is going to be fantastic every single week. Nobody can say that the in-ring work on AEW is trash. No, what we say is, can you please let some of these moments breathe so I can digest what I just saw. I was able to digest everything I watched last night because it was a slower pace and no, I don't need it to be super duper slow where you're giving me the same promo package every week. Like we sometimes see in WWE, but you got time. Just like you said about, um swerves promo package and boy is he just like the delusional hill you just love you listen to him talk if mm-hmm. you didn't know anybody you're like, man he's right no dude like you caused all that to happen to you um <laughs> but it, it was it was all great but yeah I had I had a really really big problem with Kenny saying that because then I started thinking a little bit deeper of like what do you have a problem with promos on shows like like what angle are you coming at did you recognize that? At all, either one of you. Did you guys like peep that when you said it?
2: Yeah, I heard it, actually. Uh, it was one of those things I kind of frowned when it happened. Um, but, you know, I f- quickly forgot about it. Um, but it, for me, it, it wasn't a, a big sort of irritation. It's like there there are things about the show that really irritate me. Um, but that's just one of the things I think you need to clean up because, you know, I don't want to. I get what you're saying. I feel like it's one of those things he was trying to kind of pull people behind the curtains type thing, that insider type of jab. And, and I feel like the company overall does too many of those things as well. Um, as far as those, Hey, insider, this and insider that, right. That, and those things I feel like take, they, they put, they take too much attention from storylines and they kind of take you from out of the moment. And because you're trying to figure out, is this real? Is it not? Like, no, I feel like you should be watching these shows. You should try to get engulfed um, and invested in the actual stories they're trying to tell without trying to kind of take breaks. Kind of, kind of almost like the – I'm losing what I'm trying to say. Like the, they're trying to break, third, break the third wall, right? Kind of like Deadpool does in his movies, right? Kind of like he's trying mm-hmm. to speak to the audience, right? So I think that's mm-hmm. what Ken, what Kenny was going for. But to me, I think the company does that too much.
0: But well, you fell flat then by saying there's gonna be enough talking as it is. And then, and then the show was paced perfectly when he says that it's like, all right, well maybe we have some different thoughts on pacing.
2: Hey, but I I feel like like most of those inside things, most of those, those inside things I think fall flat, right? I think only, it it only gets a pop out of a small minority of their audience anyway. So I don't know who this new vice president guy, they have a production but that's something that definitely he needs to look at and try to encourage to take a lot of this insider stuff out of the show.
1: I would say when he said that, uh, cause I know how much it bothered you, Matt, I heard it in real time the first time and maybe not being fully like paying attention to it was more of him talking and it kind of brought back to the, the rumored, um, heart to heart they had after everything happened with punk and how I think there was some mention about, he talks a lot in the ring at the end of the show or something like that. I That's how I took it. Like we don't, I'm just trying to, I want to say something real quick. Even though I know I talk a lot already, it was almost like I felt he was saying that he does a lot of talking, um, but that's how yeah. I took it. So, but you said you went back and looked at it and he said, clearly there's going to be enough talking on the show. So that's not appropriate. If you're EVP or not, that's still just not appropriate. That's that's sloppy and messy.
0: Kenny, I usually love you. gotta eat them booze this week buddy All right, last thing before we get to our TFW moment of the week anything for Smackdown from last week you guys want to talk about I don't have anything Uh, we will be in the building this week for Smackdown which I am super excited about we will be able to acknowledge our tribal chief in person they're actually taping two Smackdowns because they are off next week for Christmas week so we get two of them Uh, I do think we get a major update in the bloodline storyline. And I think Sammy, I think your time is up, buddy. I think, I think you're getting Yikes. destroyed tomorrow by the bloodline. We saw last week, Jay told him, Hey, get cleaned up for Chicago. Tribal chief is going to be here. Should be looking good. And today, earlier today, the Usos uh, retweeted a tweet from months ago where it showed the handshake that they do with each other before even hit TV. So I think uh, I think it's about a wrap, guys. I think it is time that Sammy gets the brakes beaten off of him and we move on with the bloodline story. So I'm excited to see that. I'm very excited to see Gunther against Ricochet for the Intercontinental Championship. Speaking of, uh, real quick, did you guys hear about the proposed Gunther versus Brock match at WrestleMania this year?
1: I have not heard that. But yeah, gotta, that was yeah, was yeah I did hear that. He has
0: a source. What's what your guys' thoughts on
2: it? You know what? I'm I like Gunther. I like I like I like the Imperium. Um he he's not my favorite part of Smackdown, I'll put it that much. Um I don't know if I would be that excited about seeing that match. Um Gun- Gun- Gunther isn't doing it for me. Uh, I'm not down on him, but I'm not high on him either. For me, he's just there. Uh, so that's not necessarily a match I'll be interested in seeing unless they can really you know, heat him up um, and make me super invested in him. But I'm not really invested in him to ne- care enough about the match. to be So I heard about it and it quickly got off my radar. Mm, okay. I mean, what do you think?
1: I, mean, I think that it's something new. So I think anytime we get something that's new, a little bit outside of the box – um I'm going to just naturally and instinctively be interested in it. So if this is kind of what they're looking at, that tells me a couple of things. It tells me that they're still putting a lot of stock behind Gunther um uh, because they're having the big boy, the big boss, Brock Lesnar fight him at WrestleMania. So I'm interested just because it's something that's different. And I haven't seen it before.
0: Yeah, I actually love that match. You know what I would love more though? If it was fat hmm. water. Besides Fit Gunther. Eshan <laughs> knows. Oh,
1: come on. And I'm, all about people,
0: I'm all about people being healthy. Okay, so let me put that out there right now. I want everybody to be healthy. But when he was fat water, if you told me we're getting fat, fat water.
2: i about say okay. it, he was not fat. Okay.
0: He was not fat. He had boned. to be. He, he lost 150 water. pounds. So he had to be fat in their mm-hmm. eyes. If we had fat, fat water. He wasn't fat. Against Lord. Brock This is fat shaming.
2: Hey, as Los a man Andalus. who struggles with his weight, Matt, I, I'm offended right now.
0: That could be the co-main event. But now we got Fit Gunther against Brock. But no, I am, all all seriousness, I am excited for that match. But do you guys uh, have anything from last week's SmackDown?
2: I had a couple of things. Uh, I was looking at that tag match, and I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier with Hit roll. Like, man, they ain't hitting it right now. Like, they're not really getting a good reaction. Um, and, and to be honest with you, man, uh, uh, the former... War Machine, the Viking Raiders. Like, I don't feel like this is it for them, man. Like, I, it's just, you know, like, I nice. don't, I mean, bringing back Sarah Logan. I mean, I like, it just ain't working for me, man. Like, I think them dudes need to get some tans. And I don't know what, man. Like, you know, when you talked about Fit Goncher, like, these guys are, if you look at them now and you compare it to them maybe, like, in, when they got to NXT, you know, it's they're, they're they look they look real real different. They look real real different, um, and not in a good way, man. They just don't look physically intimidating to me. Um, it's that whole thing isn't working. Uh, hit roll wasn't clicking. Um, but what I do like. Is uh I love I never knew how I really pronounced this correctly. I love, legato I know I can say legato I can't say El yeah. I can't Keep say going. the rest of it. Say it. <laughs> but say it. I'm, not, I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> I'm gonna stop there. But I think they look great together. I love Santa. I think he's gonna be the next star, man. I'm not sure why he was at NXT for so long. It had to be crazy. Vince didn't see it. Um, but I'm glad Triple Ways does because like man, he's really he's really they have something to him. Um, I think that like, he is one of the uh, he wasn't a rehire. But somebody, he's like, yo, I gotta bring this guy up. Um, this team up. I think he did a great job. I think pairing Selena with them yeah, it gives him a little bit more legitimacy. Um, I yeah. think she looks great with them. Um, but man, it's just those two tag teams. I'm like, man, these guys, they, they just ain't it right now for me.
0: Yep. I've been like that for a while with them. And I thought maybe it was just me. But, uh, they never got past the whole name change for me. The Viking when they when they turned to the Viking Raiders, and I know what they say, right? That's they nice. you know when it when it happened, they are all like, "Oh, it's just a name. We'll forget about it." It's that stuck with me, and they haven't been right ever since. So I'm glad that Sarah's back for them, though. That's cool that the family's together. But yeah, like I could I could not care less about those three.
2: Yeah. She doesn't really add to the group either, right? Like you know, you you put her with the three of them, like it's it's the whole thing. I don't know. If they need a re, a retooling as well. Um, yeah, it's just not working for me.
0: Ask guys. So I guess we're gonna safely move on. You got anything? Yeah, but I got <laughs> nothing
1: on them. Nothing on them. I'm gonna be honest you with it. you. I didn't see SmackDown, so I don't know. Oh, you
0: didn't? That's right. You didn't see SmackDown.
1: You yeah, are Mariah a slacker.
0: Yeah, slacker. <laughs> you, you know what? Hey, that is a perfect segue. Look at you doing this right. You can, last week, you struggled through that beautiful jingle. Rhodesia hit the TFW moment of the week jingle.
1: I forgot how it went. Hold on. TFW moment of the week. Beam.
0: So you can't forget that. You do it every week. You got to yeah, keep that. I know. I, and wait, I've I already just realized
1: it. what you said to me last week. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did on, I say? On. I remember what you, it's I just realized boom. what you said to me last week. What did I say? Hold I don't know. And Esha, did. you didn't even like come to my defense either. So what you, I cause I was already kind of really tired and sick and all that. You gonna what say happened? if you're singing, if your voice is completely shot, but, and you can sing a song. And if you, your, if your song sounds the same when your voice is shot, then you probably should stop singing. And I laughed last week, not realizing what you really said until like a couple of days later. And I'm like, yikes, that was pretty harsh.
2: Oh yeah. He, he healed on you. massive Hill, massive Hill. Mean, big time. Yeah. I know I, I peeped it when he said it. I'm, I just let, I'm like, let's just move on.
0: As the great <laughs> Bobby Fish said in the impact zone, hanging from the rafters. I mean, where's the lie? Whatever. Oh, a My TFW <laughs> moment of the week. Uh, like I said already is Jericho putting over action. Andrade I already kind of talked about the match just real quick. Um, it did come out how this came to be. Check this out. This is a really, really cool story. So I guess he worked QT Marshall. This is a- action. Andrade on one of the dark episodes back in like October. Chris Jericho was watching the match. And decided at that moment, he was going to put him over in a match. So they had to wait, of course, until he got, you know, done mm-hmm. with the ROH storyline with Cesaro and all that. And they said, hey, at the first chance, I'm going to put him over on Dynamite. How awesome. fantastic is that? I, I, saw, I said it on Twitter earlier, but, you know, Jericho gets a lot of, hey, he plays too many politics backstage. He's always trying to put himself, you know, in front of everybody else. But he has shown time and time again, he will absolutely do what's right for business. Think about it. He put over Fandango at WrestleMania in, in his first match. You know, so shout out to Jericho. Shout out to Action Andretti for my TFW moment of the week. Rhodesia, what's yours?
1: I want to say congratulations to our new Triple Crown Tag Team NXT champions, The New Day. So in that match, I did not think they were winning at all. At all. And when they when they won, I was like hell to the yeah. So bravo to those two guys. I want to see how long they actually hold it, um, and what they do with it. But good job, New Day.
2: My TFW moment of the week is Mandy Rogers fan time page. Thank you, Mandy.
0: <laughs> if you guys if you guys can't see the biggest smile that I've seen probably on the human being is on Ishan's face right now. There you have it. That is episode 11 of the TFW podcast. You guys know the deal. Please subscribe so you get the new episodes sent right to you. While you're there, please leave a comment, leave a five-star rating. That does help us out. We got to start moving up these charts, all right? Our stuff is too good to not moving up the charts the way it needs to. So with your guys' help, we would appreciate that. Of course give us a follow on twitter at that's fnw last but not least we do have youtube subscribe there so you can see video clips from this show and of course all of our other shows that is at that's freaking wrestling as always thank you guys for listening we'll talk to you guys next week